Welcome to the virtual coffee break with the MSU Extension Dairy Team. Dairy, as we know, is a risky business. Luckily, there are tools that can help managing those risks. In today's episode, Dairy Extension Educator Marianne Morosky will interview farm management educator Stan Moore. They'll talk about some of those tools that can help managing risk. So let's get started. Welcome to this special bonus episode of the virtual coffee break with the MSU Extension Dairy Team. My name is Marianne Morosky, and I am going to be interviewing uh, educator Stan Moore. So thanks for being here with us, Stan. And if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners. Sure. Great. And, and happy to be uh here with you today, Marianne. I'm uh, my name is Stan Moore. I'm a MSU Extension Farm Business Management up in the northern part of uh, Lower Michigan, and I go up into the Eastern UP as well. And um, actually worked on the dairy team for a number of years with Marianne, so it's uh, fun to be back on the, the podcast and uh, sharing some information with producers. Uh, today's topic, we're going to talk about um, two different risk management tools that are available to dairy farmers. Um, One of them is the Dairy Margin Coverage Program that is uh, available through the FSA. And then the second program we're going to talk about is the Dairy Revenue Protection Program, which is available through insurance agencies. So they're a little bit, they're different programs, but they both help uh, with risk management on some of our dairy farms. So um, Stan, why don't you go ahead and, and start us off with a little bit of a brief introduction and a reminder of what the Dairy Margin Coverage Program is? Sure. Well, the Dairy Margin Coverage Program is, uh, well, it was formerly known as the Margin Protection Program for Dairy, and and they changed the name and also changed a lot about how it functioned um, when it came out with the 2018 Farm Bill. Um, The Margin Protection Program really had some faults that were keeping it from uh, protecting uh, dairy producers the way we really wanted to and providing some of that uh, safety net. So with the DMC, they changed not only uh, how much a farm can protect, but also adjusted the the premium rates uh, that farms farms had to pay. So making it much more attractive so that now a farm can cover all the way up to a margin of $9.50. And when we talk about margin, that's the margin between the all milk price and the feed cost that's calculated on a a, um, U.S. basis. And uh, there's actually at this time looking at uh, adjusting that feed cost to be even more beneficial to producers. Um, There's been an argument of of, uh, quality of hay that we use for for dairy cattle is obviously much higher than is used for other livestock. And so they're looking at that and saying, you know, we there may be another dollar put on top of that feed cost, which would uh, make the program pay out even more often. So and at a higher rate. So it's really meant to co- cover that uh, the difference um, between uh, cost of feed and the price of milk, not for your farm, but across the U.S. And so you provide yourself that kind of production and you do it at a subsidized rate. So, and there's two tiers to the system as well. So just to make it a little more complicated, but we are starting out with a simpler of the two here. Tier one, uh, prices are pretty, com- pretty low. I can buy all the way up to $9.50 margin for 15 cents a hundredweight on that first 5 million pounds. So 
just for quick math, if you look at, well, what size dairy is that? Um, you're, you know, if you have a 200 cow dairy producing 25,000 pounds of cow, that's 5 million pounds. Um, so it definitely, this program favors smaller producers from that, from the standpoint of being able to cover more of their production. And because at that higher level, once we get over 5 million pounds, the premiums go up and the producer can only cover up to $8 margin on that, everything over 5 million pounds. So there definitely is a, a, a preference towards uh, smaller producers and that first 5 million pounds of production. So it's a reasonable cost program to provide some real protection on the farm. Uh, that was a really great introduction to the dairy margin coverage program. Why don't we switch gears a little bit and uh, talk about the dairy revenue protection program? Yeah, the dairy revenue protection program. Um, think about it more like a crop insurance type program. We're no longer concerned with cost or well, we're concerned about cost, but we don't get to take cost into consideration. Uh, we're just looking at the price received for the milk. And again, it's a, uh, it's a quoted price that you're going to, it's not your price. It's a quoted price that you can protect uh, up to 95% of that price. One major difference with the DMC, you're looking at a monthly uh, coverage with DRP, Dairy Revenue Protection, you're covering a quarter. You know, there can be months that look really bad in that quarter, and then you have a, you know, the third month brings it all back to a positive number. Sometimes that can be a little frustrating because it moves around, you know, as milk prices really move around, seems like lately. But on that quarterly basis, we can protect, we can basically put a floor under a certain price for a premium. Uh, again, it's a subsidized premium. So if I'm looking at trying to protect uh, a price that's uh, quoted by my insurance provider for the second quarter of 2022, for instance, they're going to give you a class three price and a class four price. They're going to give you also component pricing if you want to do that. That gets to be a little more complicated, but you can do component pricing as well. But just for instance, I can Right now, the class three uh, quote for quarter number two of 2022 is $18.75. So with this program, I can protect up to 95% of that uh, price. So effectively, I'm going to be protecting that price for that second quarter at $17.81. That basically becomes a trigger price. So if the price goes below that, I am paid the difference between the price that I locked in and the actual price at the time that the uh, that uh, milk is marketed. Um, and so that provides you that coverage. There is a factor in there that, you know, you can say, well, I want to get one and a half times what that price is if it hits that trigger price. Don't have a lot of farms doing that, but if it does trigger, can you know, make a significant difference on the payout on that uh, program. DRP for sure takes you know, a little closer eye or working with somebody that can give you a heads up on, hey, Sam, you might want to look at quarter three of next year uh, and locking in some of your production. And so either you or having somebody working with you to look at that price is going to be important because it's, uh, it's not a once a year decision. You know, you're making that decision really anytime you want uh, during that year. As long as you can buy that quarter, that quarter is available to buy some of the insurance to protect your coverage, you can go ahead and do that. 
So it definitely sounds like DRP is much more management intensive. Yeah, somebody's got to keep track of those numbers, whether it's you or uh, your insurance provider or a consultant that you've given permission to be with you in the system to take a look at those numbers and give you some advice. So it definitely manage more management intensive. If you want a, a risk protection program that is going to be kind of, I want to make the decision and then not think about it for the rest of the year, then DMC is definitely more, you know, in your wheelhouse for that. Now for the larger producer, you know, they may just have to say, okay, I can do that with my first 5 million pounds, but I want to protect more. Then you're going to have to look at some other risk management tools, uh, DRP being one of those tools that they could look at. So DRP really does kind of give some more risk management options to farms that are trying looking to put a floor under, if you will, or cover, protect more than just 5 million pounds. Now, obviously, as you said, they, they are able to protect more than that, uh, that 5 million pounds with the dairy margin coverage program, um, but they definitely have more options with the dairy revenue protection program. Right. The price doesn't change based on the amount of milk that I'm trying to cover where it does with the DMC. So the DRP, I can, I can cover that. I think, I think it's a great, if, if nothing else, if you only pull the trigger once a year on the DRP, you know, just getting signed up, which, you know, doesn't cost um, to get in there, get access to the tool, you know, work with your insurance provider to understand the program. I think it's a great way to look at, you know, a little bit more on milk marketing, kind of understand what's going on with the price. And uh, even if you never pulled the trigger, you'd be learning a lot about uh, how your milk is marketed and what's happening with the price in, in supply and demand, you know, across the nation. So let's, let's talk about the tools that are available for a second. You, you know, you mm -hmm. definitely mentioned them with the Dairy Revenue Protection Program. So how do I, if I'm interested in looking at um, signing up for either the dairy margin coverage or the dairy revenue protection, um, where would I go to look at some of those tools to see if there's a good way to see if I would get payments um, if I did choose to enroll? Of course, these are insurance programs. So in an, in an ideal world, um, the dairy industry is doing well enough that we don't need insurance, but yeah. sometimes it's nice to have. Yeah. Well, you know, anytime you buy insurance, you're paying somebody for, you know, to cover uh, some risk. And so if you could cash flow all of that, you know, oftentimes I've got, you know, I've had really good producers tell me, you know, that, uh, well, if I can cash flow it, I'd rather do it myself. Well, because they're not paying somebody, but you know, how many of us can do that? Take those huge rides up and down. And so risk management is an important tool to try to capture some of that, protect some of that risk. So you're going to pay something for it, especially if you're doing it on an ongoing basis, some, you know, somewhat methodically trying to provide that coverage. DMC, the tools are pretty um, easy to get to. There's a website called dairymarkets.org that is, comes out of the University of uh, Wisconsin-Madison. Uh, Mark Stevenson is the one that's in charge of that program there. And although you can't get to the interactive tool right now because they're waiting on FSA for uh, 2022 uh, sign up and approval of that tool, um, you can go in and look at the actual and forecast uh, dairy margin. And if you did that, uh, you, would, you would see that in the year uh, 2021, DMC has paid out every month so far. And at least on the forecast basis, if you've bought that $9.50 coverage, 
it likely will uh, do that close to through the end of the year, at least. It looks like it might break out of that margin, you know, first part of this coming year. But um, it's looking back, it's going to look like most of 2021, there was a payout just about every month out of EMC. So hopefully, uh, producers that are listening, uh, those that come back and listen to the podcast will have already signed up for 2021 um, and, and have received some of those payments. So um, in your introduction to the dairy margin coverage program, you talked about hopeful changes to the feed price as far as hay quality and hay costs go. Do you have um, an idea as to when we could potentially see those changes that would be something that would affect us in 2022? Yeah, it actually affects us in 2021 because they, uh, they did agree to go back and uh, look at the formula and make that change to accommodate for the higher quality of alpha alfalfa that we feed to dairy cows. So it's actually going to cover this year and those amounts that you're looking at are going to go back and say, you know, on a 950 coverage, you're going to get another 13 and a half cents per hundred weight um, of covered production. So definitely we'll be on for 2022 and actually the, uh, the outcomes uh, are going to go all the way back to um, maybe even to 2020 is what they're saying. So we could actually get a, farmers could actually get a payment for 2020 and 2021 that will uh, reflect uh, the fact that we do feed higher quality alfalfa to dairy cows. So hopefully um, when they do finally release the new version for 2022 and 2023 of the tool, um, that will also be reflected in that new tool too. So that's um, some pretty exciting uh, news for the dairy industry and those who have been using the dairy uh, margin coverage program for their risk management. But what kind of tools are available for the Dairy Revenue Protection Program? A great question. There are, uh, of course, you're, again, you're signing up with an insurance company. So with dairy margin coverage, you're signing up with FSA. Um, and that's based on your uh, historical production, right? So they're going to go back and say, okay, well, what did your farm produce um, in 2011, 2012, 2013? What's the highest milk production? And that's what that's based on. DRP doesn't have that in there and you're not working with FSA, you're working with an insurance provider. So that could be, um, for instance, Greenstone in Michigan, or it could be another insurance provider in Michigan. It could be there's an out-of-state one that um, has some tools on called EverAg. So there's a number of organizations, insurance companies that you can buy coverage through. And that's, that's really what you're doing. So with that um, sign up with that company, that's when you would get access to tools. Now, some companies will allow at least some access to their tools for anybody, which is nice for extension educators like yourself and I, that we can go in and and I can take a look at a DRP insurance quota and get some ideas of what's happening. But once you sign up with an insurance company, you may get access to some more enhanced tools, ones that may actually say, okay, well, how does this price compare to what it's been historically over the last five or six years? Um, that might be an important thing to look at when you're trying to make a decision, right? Or, you know, where am I at compared to what uh, I could have bought um, second quarter of 2020? 22, I've been able to buy that for a while now. What's the current price compared to 
what's the current level compared to what it was three months ago that I could have bought that quarter at. So those types of enhanced tools and some predictive models, oftentimes you're going to have to go ahead and sign up. Doesn't mean again that you have to buy the product, but it should at least have to get signed up uh, with an insurance provider to have access to those tools. So when is sign up? Is, you know, for the dairy margarine coverage program, it comes once a year, but what about the dairy uh, revenue protection program? When are signups for both of these, these yeah. programs? So, well, for, D, for dairy margin coverage, we don't know yet. So historically, it's been mid-October till early December. Uh, last year, it went to December 10th or 11th. This year, it actually hasn't been announced yet when the sign-up is because they're making, again, these changes that they're making to how the price is calculated. Uh, they're approving the tool that's going to go online. And so we don't have a sign-up time yet. Uh, what I would encourage producers to do is to talk with FSA. Um, they're talking with them probably on a regular basis anyways for other products. So, you know, give them a call um, maybe every week or two. It's, it's more than, it's going to be more than a week or two sign up, right? So they don't have to call them every day. <laughs> but, uh, you know, every couple of weeks, you might want to give FSA a call if you haven't heard anything and say, you know, what's it looking like for the, for the DMC sign up? You know, it's, the fact that it's been paying out almost every month this year, probably will pay out almost every month this year. And they are forecasting a pretty large payout for next year right now. It's just a pretty cheap risk management tool because of that subsidy. So uh, producers should look long and hard about you know covering their production, especially that first 5 million pounds. And I don't see a lot of reason historically to not go ahead and cover the 95% of the production at the maximum number that you can, especially at that 950. You know, historically, the, the uh, historic margin between milk and feed cost is closer to $8. So right away on a historic basis, you're $1.50 ahead of that. You really should, should be pulling the trigger on that particular product if you didn't, if you haven't in the past. And, and, and so if we look at what uh, the coverage numbers have been in the past, we're still not there. We're at about 66% uh, for Michigan. So about th two thirds of our producers are signed up for DMC for a program that, you know, can't get much better as far as providing a good safety net for producers. Now, it's never going to take care of some of those supply demand, you know, production type things that we're dealing with in Michigan. Uh, that caused some of those negative numbers on our checks, but it still will cover that margin difference. It's still going to make a big difference to dairy farms. Right, because it does use the U.S. all milk price, so it yep. doesn't include any of those hauling costs or um, costs of uh, taking our milk out of state to be processed. Yep, exactly. Yep. And what about the dairy revenue program? When can I sign up for or when can a farmer sign up for that? And that's a sign up anytime, you know, anytime of, of the work week. Okay. Um, there's a few days that you can't pull the trigger because they may be making an announcement on a price. Um, there's some, you know, some things that happen that uh, on a regular basis, you know, they're releasing a certain report that you can't buy on that particular day, buy, a, buy some coverage on that day. Um, but really, you can, yeah, you can call your insurance provider, get signed up at any time. And then I just recommend start taking a look at it, you know, playing around with it. I'm happy to talk with folks about it, talk with your insurance provider, 
you know, try to get kind of some education on what uh, the different tools do for you, uh, what the different tools mean so that you can make an, an informed decision. It sounds like, you know, both programs have, a, you know, are, are, can be beneficial to small farms and large farms, but is there any minimum milk coverage that you need to have with the Dairy Revenue Protection Program? Different insurance providers may have different levels of of production that you need to sign up. So I know at least one uh, insurance provider that the minimum contract is 100,000 pounds. So what you're looking at is, you know, for my farm, what is my quarterly production? So if I'm a 200 cow farm, again, at that 25,000 cow number, uh, 25,000 pounds per cow number, approximately 4,000 pounds, 400,000 pounds I have available to, to market. And with that particular vendor, um, I would be doing that in a hundred thousand pound chunks for that quarter. Okay. So, which gives me some latitude, even as a, you know, a reasonably small producer, I can still buy it more than one time or in that quarter, you know, I can buy protection at more than one time in that quarter. So, I think it really can work for farms from anywhere from 100, you know, maybe even a little bit less than 100 cows up to large farms. So it's a, it's a pretty useful program now. So certainly with the DRP program, uh, where the DMC has paid out every month this last year, uh, that has not been the case with the Dairy Revenue Protection Program. But remember, these are two very different products um, that we're looking at, but DRP has still you know, paid out a significant amount over this year, just not every quarter. So uh, quarter one, uh, they're showing that there was some some indemnity paid out. And in quarter three, uh, there will very likely be uh, indemnity paid out as well. That's just not uh, being being, uh, broadcast yet. But uh, DRP is certainly another tool, again, that that can be used uh, by producers. So how do I figure out what my risk tolerance is and, you know, if these programs are a good fit for me? And this is an answer that producers hear all the time, (laughs) Um, but it doesn't take away from its importance. And and that first thing to know is what your cost of production is. And so for most of our farms that are raising their own feed, uh, it's really doing an enterprise analysis on their farm, you know, trying to associate those costs that go with the feed operation, income and cost within our enterprise, and then, okay, what's my income and expense that goes with the dairy side of the business? And really saying, okay, so what is it costing me to produce a hundred weight of milk? Um, and why that's important is because now I'm looking at these numbers and saying, okay, boy, my cost of production is $18 a hundred weight, let's say. If I'm seeing numbers significantly less than that at certain times of the year, then I ought to be looking at, okay, how can I protect myself against those low spots? Certainly at the same time saying, okay, how can I get that number down? You know, are there ways that I can become a more efficient producer? But because of your higher cost of production, whatever puts you into that situation, you are more at risk of, you know, losing money throughout the year versus uh, somebody that might have a cost of production at, you know, 16 and a half or 1700 weight. So that's one of the really important points with uh, doing risk management is what is my cost of production? How much do I need to spend in order to minimize those hits that could happen that could be a real detriment to my farm? 
recognizing again that, you know, this isn't the lottery where we're putting money in and hoping for a big payout. What we're doing really is we're buying a risk management product uh, to keep, protect us from those times that um, are real good opportunities maybe for a high price. And also uh, from those times where we may not be meeting our cost of production. Good point to remember that this is a risk management product and you're not uh, playing the slots at Vegas. No, you're not. You're not. <laughs> and they do have some, you know, some one of the other nice tools that's in the DRP one is you can put actually put in some, some alarms uh, and most of them will allow that, at least the two tools that I'm familiar with, you can, uh, you can put in price alerts so that you don't have to be necessarily looking at it all the time, but you can say, you know, boy, if it hits, if it hits 1850, I know my cost of production is 18. I want to, I want to maybe lock that in because again, you have to take off 95% of that, but knowing what your numbers are can be a real incentive to say, okay, um, you know, where do I need to be? and really looking for those opportunities to lock in some profit. And uh, if you don't know what your cost of production is, I believe that's something that some of us dairy educators can help you with, or uh, some people on the farm business management team can certainly help you with. Um, So it's a good time to utilize MSU Extension, but there are certainly other resources out there as well. So I think that kind of brings us to the end of our time here, Stan. Do you have any uh, thing, any closing remarks, anything you wish I would have asked you today? No, I think I, I think the biggest thing for uh, any risk management tools is to is to do something, right? So <laughs> that's what I encourage producers to do um, because it can be kind of daunting, especially on uh, well, the DMC one, frankly, has been a little bit of a no-brainer at least this past year, the last couple of years. Now that they've made the significant changes and how much we can protect. But even in the DRP, you know, just put your foot in the water, you know, um, talk to your insurance person, uh, get signed up um, so that you've got access to the tool. And then, you know, when you see an opportunity, buy some coverage on 100,000 pounds and um, try it out. You know, it's it's uh, and and start to become more comfortable with the tool and where you see it uh, best fitting your farm operation. At the same time, again, you know, going back and saying, okay, if I'm really going to use this successfully, maybe I need to know a little bit more about my financials of my business. Uh, Thank you so much for being on the MSU Extension Dairy Team's uh, virtual coffee break, and um, we're happy to have you. Thank you, Marianne and Stan, for the information today. I will echo their words and encourage our listeners to stay in contact with their FSA office or with MSU Extension educators to continually be informed regarding program dates, usage, or additional tools and information that helps producers to manage the risk. More episodes will be available soon, so I hope you'll join us then.